Before we jump into this episode, we have a quick corrections corner. A friend of Annie's flagged to us that Bad Dragon has a complicated history of some questionable business ethics. While we have made Bad Dragon toys a running joke in this pod, we will be stopping any mention of Bad Dragon products at this point. The company's past business dealings do not align with the inclusive, consensual, and research-based ethos of this podcast. While we've had no formal business relationship with Bad Dragon, we are very grateful this was flagged to us. Even as independent, unpaid, passion product podcasters, it is important to us that any future product references on this podcast are as well-researched as possible. We also welcome recommendations from listeners on ethical, queer, inclusive, indie sex toy brands that we can plug, pun intended, in future episodes. And we look forward to ensuring that Is This My Kink Now remains an inclusive, positive space for supportive discussions and celebrations of diverse sexuality. Enjoy the episode! Hello and welcome to Wait, Is This My Kink Now? The spicy comedic podcast that brings four friends together every week to explore the sexiest, kinkiest, and strangest erotica and romance out there. Join us as Annie, our storyteller, shares her latest kinky discoveries. We aim to be an inclusive and not judgmental podcast. As four ladies with various identities, we respect everyone's personal preferences and strive to create a safe space for all listeners to explore female-centric sexuality in a fictional setting. However, we do want to acknowledge that while the subject matter we cover is fictional, it may be uncomfortable or triggering for some listeners. Our podcast is for 18 and over listeners only. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wait, Is This My Kink Now? I'm Alana and I'm joined as usual by the beautiful Scarlett. Hi. The wonderful Kay. Yay. And of course, our storyteller supreme, Annie. Hello. How's everyone's week? You know, up and Uh, down, but I'm in a great mood right now. So excited for this book. I've been dying to explain it to you guys because it is about the most bonkers book I've ever read. I'm going to preface the book before I even get into it with saying that the author themselves have admitted that this book was just a bunch of sex scenes that then she had to try and um, shoehorn a plot into. (laughs) And that is the exact energy of this book. Yes, and it's everything. Um, so oh this God. is one of those books where the title kind of gives it all away, but I kind of love that. And so I think I'm just going to tell you guys the title and then, um, you can guess what it's about. This book is called All I Wanted Was Sushi, But I Got Abducted by Aliens Instead Oh, by Petra Palerno. Uh, okay. I think it's, yeah, someone wants sushi. And then mm-hmm. gets abducted by sexy aliens, a la the Dragon King, and just has a bunch of fun alien sex. Is mm-hmm. that? Okay, great. Pretty close, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go with that too. I'm like, yeah, she, it's pretty literal, that that title. Correct. <laughs> yes. I will send you the Goodreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, that good, good reads feeling. I've been trying so hard to find a book that has uh, both smut and plot, and you'd be surprised how few. Well, this one is not going to bring that to you, although (gasps) kind of does. Cute though. Look at the cover. Oh, I love it. Do you see? It just came out in January. It's brand new, hot off the presses. This book was stupid. I loved it. Oh my god, the reviews for this are fucking amazing. I'm so excited. All right, who wants to read the synopsis? Opal is trying her best in Midwest after the sudden death of her parents. Everything comes to a crashing halt as she's abducted by aliens and forced to work as a human dancer for extraterrestrial <laughs> employment. Enjoyment, sorry. A chance encounter with an alien prince <laughs> stuck in a traffic jam might just change the trajectory of Opal's new life in space. Okay, I don't guess the alien prince part. <laughs> no. How could you, though? You don't know if... Uh if aliens are also supporting the monarchy oh no Um, lena's gonna hate this book though because it's it's alien sex trafficking and human trafficking (laughs) is one of her greatest fears maybe not smut wise though yeah (laughs) okay okay well that's fine (laughs) that is true Um, and aliens are also one of my greatest fears oh yeah from spy kids no, no, Spy Kids that, was people's cool. faces being like That's messed like up. I thought it was the thumb guy. No, it was being, yeah, it is the thumb. It's being stuck oh. into like a scary body or something, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And then being forced to be on a child's TV show. Oh, yeah, that is a nightmare. That is the scariest Very movie spooky. I've ever seen in my life. And I will stick with it. I, I can't remember if this is right or not, but Pedro Pascal is in Sharp Point Lab. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So this book starts in a way where you think, is this the beginning of the book? Did I miss a chapter? Is there a prologue? No. No, this is just how it starts. So it starts with her post going for sushi. You'd never know if you didn't read the title. Uh, she's already been abducted by aliens. Wow. So the the thing that the title describes has already happened before the book starts. <laughs> it's the like prologue, the prologue is the title. Is the title. Yeah. It's, it's so this is an incredible book, you guys. What um, an intriguing choice. <laughs> I know. I love it. Okay. So she wakes up and she's in Opal is her name. She is a plus size babe. Oh, delightful inclusion. But like, I don't think too plus size, to be honest, because they mostly talk about her curves and not her, you know, belly or whatever. I was but like, she's she plus looks size. More she's, like, a, she's a curvy lady. Like um, standard size plus size. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think she's like mid-size. She's mid-size. I would say she's mid-size, but it does say in the like thing before the book that isn't a prologue. It says, hold on. P.S. Let the record show that Opal is a plus-sized babe. So, you know. Okay. Thanks, Petra. Yeah, Petra's great. It starts and she wakes up and she's in this like transport vehicle like bus plastic bus scenario and she's like what the fuck and there's this kind of reptiliany fishy kind of alien who's oh, no. trying to to stab her in the leg with like an injection and oh, she gets God. real sassy right off the bat even though she's just been abducted by aliens and you'd think she needs some time to like process you know process mm mm she doesn't she's like who are you alien bitch and why are you whacking me it's great um because she's like well i'm obvious these i'm in space right now and there's little weird creatures so the only scenario that makes sense is that i've been abducted by aliens so you know immediately figured out gotcha gotcha. yeah yeah so (laughs) she gets um she gets stabbed with this injection and she's like what's happening blah blah blah. and this girl beside her is like are you new and she's like (laughs) 
what what is he saying because the alien is going like blah 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 and then she's like is your is your trans um translation chip not working and she's like what the fuck is the translation chip she's like oh you are no so then she turns on her translation tip uh chip and then she can understand the aliens and everybody understands each other yeah so (laughs) um, the aliens are being like i'm giving you an extra dose because you won't calm down (laughs) <laughs> so, but what is it an extra dose of? This bitch next to her, her name is Jess, and she is a rock scientist, I guess, but a sassy one. Um, and she tells her she has been abducted by aliens and nobody's going to come looking for her because the thing that they all have in common is that they don't have any ties to Earth because Opal's parents passed away. Very um, the Dragon King. I was going to say, yes, very sad is. woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who was she getting sushi with? herself i think just by herself she just took herself out for sushi wow i like opal i love opal so then jess says we're just dancers we weren't sent to a brothel so this is actually better because none of the people are allowed to touch us we just like sexy dance for them and opal's like i can't dance but so jess is like i've been here for like i don't know i don't keep track of time like a couple years maybe and honestly like the accommodation back on our base isn't like the worst so this isn't like you just accept it like this is your life now basically and opal is like what what did they put in my leg and it turns out it's like a um injection of it's sexy juice yeah so basically it makes (laughs) them real horny all over so that they dance really like suggestively because they're trying to get themselves off basically that's amazing oh also just doesn't sound like a real rocket scientist she's just like fully resigned her <laughs> she's, fate she's like say, basically no- it's oh my ecstasy. god is it she is she a rocket scientist or is she a rock scientist i uh, know i think she's a rocket scientist like a space oh, engineer okay. or something Fantastic. yeah she's like no problem solving I she was like a like a she that um, comes later geologist. geologist she's actually kind of fascinated by being you know abducted by aliens because she's yes. like i've been studying this stuff oh, my whole okay, life okay and now i get to see it and i okay, can see that, that there's sense. like i love that life outside like... of earth it's like very okay. like um any you know sci-fi where there's like a bunch of planets and a bunch of stuff happening so right now they are on their way in a transport vehicle to like a big tourist hotel on like a planet that is known for like being yeah a cool touristy area with like beautiful beaches and all that stuff right conflict number one they are stuck in a traffic jam (sighs) uh so they're on this magnet guided road wait is this the traffic jam where the prince rescues her? Kind of, yeah. The so, uh, she, yeah, things happen real fast. This is not a, fast. This is a quick read. Very quick read. Uh, okay. So okay. basically, they're stuck in a traffic jam, which means that the sex juice stuff is working too fast. Uh-oh. And uh, oh, no. Jess is like, I'm so used to it now because I've been like constantly being poked by this stuff. Literally. But I understand (laughs) it's new to you. So like having your vagina and boobs on fire is like something that would be uncomfortable or whatever. So basically she's like, I'll turn a blind eye and pretend to sleep so you can get yourself off because um, you really need to. And we're stuck at this trap. What a pal. That's nice. Yeah. She's so so selfless. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'll just pretend to sleep over here. She's sitting next to her on this like bus thing and is like, yeah, you go for it. But poor Opal is like, I can't just do it for myself. I'm a visual gal. I got to have something to look at. Mm. So she's like looking out the window and is like, 
oh, like, who can I, you know, like, whack off to? No, no. And so first (laughs) she sees like a tentacly guy. She's like, I'm not really into tentacle porn, but maybe I can imagine the tentacles going inside me and maybe that'll feel good. And then as she's kind of like decided she's she's going to like, right, she just got abducted by aliens, but she's it's fine. She's very progressive. It really reminds me of that scene in uh, 101 Dalmatians when Pongo Does is it? trying to pick the perfect mate for uh, Roger. And he's like oh. looking and he's like, oh, no, I don't really like like yeah, shorty. It does have that vibe. Like, oh, too old, too young. Except she's trying <laughs> to decide who to whack off who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Similar vibes. Just as she's like decided Tentacle Man is going to be her guy, um, a car pulls up right next to them and she looks through the window and it's like this inhumanly beautiful shark alien. So he's oh, got like a God. really hot face and kind of blue skin and he has like gills on his neck, but it's shark sexy. Boy. I don't know. Shark and boy. <laughs> <laughs> what's, that, what's that show you liked about the shape, shape of water? Of water? Is it the Shape of Water guy? I haven't it seen is. Shape of Water, but he is like fish-esque. They're like a kind of an aquatic people. Okay. So he's really big and blue and handsome. Oh, and he has longish hair. He has <gasps> long blonde hair that he sweeps back like Legolas. He's uh, Scarlet. Jason this is your man. Oh, I'm immediately on board. Blonde, yeah. I'm immediately oh, yeah. Actually, okay. as soon as you said shark person, I just imagined Cedric Diggory. Yeah. <laughs> It's the shark. <laughs> Full shark head. <laughs> She's looking at this man and, you know, um, masturbating frantically. And he's like, oh, hey there. And he's like immediately he like pretty into it. Yeah. Oh, big bus. time. Big time. Big time. They can see each other. Yeah. Because I think I can't tell oh, if the bus, bus is fully plastic or if there's like just very clear windows. windows. I don't know. But yeah. he can see her and she can see him, which is weird because it feels like he's, his vibe is more of a tinted glass vibe, I think. But uh, maybe the window's down. I don't know. I mean, he uh, is. Okay. They're stuck in traffic. We, we don't know that yet. Yeah. They're oh, stuck sorry. in traffic. What are they going to do? So he's like, ooh, what are you thinking about? Like, can I, are you thinking about me eating you out? She's like, I wouldn't want to smother you. You can't see how big my hips are. And he's like, I have gills. I can breathe for days. Um, And yeah, so they're sexy talking each other through their like translator clips. Because I think we translated, the translator chips also somehow works for like, um, like mouthing. Like they can hear each other, you know, they can understand each other, even, even though it's through the glass. Um, so basically he dirty talks to her about how giant his dick is and how he wants to impale her and eat her out. And she, um, is frantically masturbating. And then he's like, are you going to come to me? And then, you know, she comes and she's like, yeah, perfect. Um, so, but then he's like immediately like this girl, I love this girl. Um, because why not? That's a lot. Okay. And so, uh, he, somehow knows where that transport bus is going i'm not sure if it's just obvious or what but he knows where it's going and so he's like driver <laughs> take me to this specific take club me to the script club and tell the royal attorney to show up there too and at this point you're like "Ooh, is he friends with the royal attorney who is like there's royals oh interesting and then um he uh he shows up at the club and uh everyone's like oh your highness your highness so he is the prince of the planet that they are dancing on the wonderful resort planet um which is called the whole planet that's yeah i know amazing yeah 
and he's very princely. It turns out that, yeah, it turns out that Petra, um, while trying to um, just like make up a random bullshit story around her sex scenes, chose my exact favorite type of man, which is very princely and in charge and kind of an asshole to most people, but like really, really nice and into the girl. Oh, see, that's my favorite. Oh, my God. Good on her. Good taste. I know. So they, like, show up at the club, and um, he is, like, to the royal attorney, who for some reason, like, handles the money or something, too. I don't know. He is, like, make sure that um, the Dean, it's, like, it's Dean's, it's, like, D-E-E-N-Z is, like, the species of aliens that, like, are the handlers of the girls and he's like okay. make sure that she um gets brought to like me like as like a private dancer or whatever um oh. and then he's like offer them whatever money they want for me to like buy her off of them and she oh. thinks he thinks it might he's be an money. issue because yeah he's the prince he's like but i'm never gonna make her do anything she doesn't want to do because i hope that she'll be into it because humans spend a long time and it's a really rigorous process to apply to leave earth and be a dancer for these companies and they work really hard for it and it's really selective and so she must be really excited cheerleader (laughs) to be a dancer for this company so she might not want to just leave them and like come and i don't know be with me forever but i'm gonna like convince her because i love her so prince doesn't know that they're being trafficked and exactly the understanding outside of the evil deans is that these girls really want to and earth is like a really toxic planet i guess because of um, they have like a Humans. lot of we have a lot of infections that aren't outside of Earth COVID. and like carry a lot of germs and stuff. Yeah. Oh. So it's really hard to like break through that guard of Earth Ebola. to get people from Earth and stuff. So it's supposed to be like really like elite for them to become these dancers. Oh, so okay. that's the idea. So he's like, I hope that the deans will want me to buy her off of them, but I hope she's game because like I'm obsessed with her now he goes to like a private room and they're all like oh your highness your highness uh and then she gets brought in on like her little bubble because the dancers dance in these like little bubbles and uh she's like hey shark boy i didn't think you again um and he's like shark boy i'm not a shark what uh (laughs) but oval is the most i love that um she's nagging him and yeah and she's like She's like, I. the dean said that, like, you wanted a private dance. And he's like, yeah, like, if you would want to. And she's like, I'm not very good at dancing, but I can try. And he's like, I would watch you. I don't remember what he says. Oh, do math. I would watch you sit there and do math. I'd watch you do anything. Also, so, how the uh, fuck did you become, like, a prestigious dancer if you can't dance? Like The questions that he doesn't seem to question. Okay, uh, yeah. So there's, like, a thing with his race, like, every good monster species that there is mating like mates Good. so his attorney slash best friend whose name is <gasps> oh i should mention the prince shark boy his name is um it's like Philian. so basically everything within this planet oh no it's not it's not Philian is the <laughs> name of the planet uh okay. they all have like a brief like they oh sorry they all have commas in the middle of their name so it's really hard not commas oh. um 
Like apostrophes. Apostrophes. So it's really hard to like read it. But his name is like Kiane. It's K-E apostrophe A-I-N. Okay. It's like a it's like a vaguely hot name. Gotcha. And his best friend man is named like Gunther or something. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> oh no, it's not Gunther. It's Grey Eighth. Grey Eighth. <laughs> so no, <Yeah>. nothing like <laughs> Gunther. <laughs> it started with a G. Give me a break. So yeah, they're best friends, but he's also like his royal attorney and like kind of like a gopher bitch. It's weird. Anyway, um, basically he's like, if you want, like, um, I'll take you away from here. And she's like, okay, if I never have to dance again, like that sounds good to me. And I don't have to like wear this. She's like, if you give me more clothes to wear and I don't have to dance, like, okay. The deans are, uh, are like, oh, you're very generous, your highness, because he like offers them a shit ton of money to to get. <laughs> and so then he like really wants her to like come out of her little bubble. But uh, Graith is like, no, no. Wait, she's in a bubble? Yeah, she's in like a plastic bubble thing. That oh, I thought like you were talking in. emotionally for a second. Okay, <laughs> no. got it. The physical bubble, uh, yep. Yeah, but then Graith is like, well, we don't know if she's indeed contaminated. And she's like, oh. hey, bitch, I'm not dirty. Like, fuck you. Because she's her. I love um, that. They, like, make this deal where the Does de- she have, like, a southern accent? Because I feel like that's she's how I feel. She's from the Midwest. Like. I feel she's like, mm. ah, and done it. So she'd yeah, have, like, a transatlantic accent, if anything. What's, what's a Midwest accent? It's like the Midwest mom. Who does a Midwest mom all the time? Uh, Denim Marbles used to do a Midwest mom. I was going to say, I feel like Bob's Burgers, like Linda, is kind oh, of Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm imagining Linda now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, look exactly. at the tree. The tree is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like that. Yeah. So uh, they convince um, Kian that, yeah, she needs to be decontaminated because, like, they just don't know. So basically they transfer her back to the palace but like once they get her there they've like made this like room size bubble very bubble boy vibes um and he's like this all feels so sterile i hate it i just want to touch you oh and he's also super like anytime like grayeth like looks at her he's like look at the fucking ground grayeth <laughs> oh that's oh very fun very alpha I'm not, yes, not into it's that. that vibe. Yeah, I'm like pretty into it. So then they have some like public health people basically come in and they're like doing like they're supposed to like be doing injections with her like of like things to sterilize her and take off. So basically when she woke up, it's very um like cover of this book. I'm sure this the author had like a friend or somebody like draw this thing for her because so it uh like the little like bandage vibe like outfit that's like what the deans put her in oh. um so like they like have fifth to- element yeah it's that vibe so then they have to like cut off cut it off to like decontaminate her and she's like me yeah, hey. um amazing and uh Griff is like i didn't realize humans were like quite this like angry and like <laughs> sassy and uh kian is like my human is perfect i don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> that's so cute and then uh they try and like poke her and she's all like because oh because the one thing that she's like yeah if i don't have to dance again and i don't have any more of those injections so then when they try and inject her she's like injections and he's like i did say that so fuck off don't give her an injection but he like kind of convinces her to do the 
thing and the decontamination process and he's like just just be there for like 24 hours and then we can like touch or whatever and um she's like can you get me a book to read and so um they're like where the fuck are we gonna find a human book like in the middle of the night on this planet uh so he sends Grayeth to go do that and Grayeth is like, are you fucking joking right now i like <laughs> don't that. really want to do this um you, and he's like go do it right now that's an order <laughs> and it's really fun <laughs> amazing yeah so uh he brings her lady chatterley's lover because it's the only book that he could find and she's like i don't great choice like no thanks (laughs) um and so as he's bringing the lady chatterley's lover to her and she's like not interested in reading it all of a sudden this purpley smoke starts coming into like the decontamination bubble and building up from the ground and she's like coughing and can't breathe (sighs) And so uh, Kian freaks out and like smashes through the plastic somehow because he's super strong and he's he's big he's like really big. Um, Love big. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he smashes through and then he's also like coughing and can't really breathe. But he grabs her out of the decontamination bubble and brings him brings her into his room and then starts like the panic button and like uh oh and now they're stuck in quarantine together yes so then it becomes like for some reason it goes metal and then like becomes like a beautiful forest or something and it's supposed to like calm you down i don't know oh so they're stuck in this room that like looks like a fancy forest um and they both uh pass out basically oh no and then they wake up 10 hours later and they're like who are you who am i what Where are we? Are we in a forest? Their memories get wiped. Yeah, do they have full amnesia? Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, so their memories are fully wiped. And they are like looking around and then they realize that it's not actually a forest, like that it's like a a room and then it's like a simulation. Yeah, and so then he's very sweet. There's like a button on the wall and he's like, Do I have your permission to press this button? <laughs> what a delight. Yeah, he's great. And so she says yes. And so he presses it. And then it's like, it's it, there's like a little like inhuman voice thing that says something along the lines of safe room, secure, uh, dropping protection in like two hours or whatever. And so they're like, oh, we have two more hours here. What I don't know should who we you do? Are. I don't know who <laughs> I am. Let's have sex. (laughs) So um, they immediately have like a really intense sex scene where he does a lot of eating her out and it's pretty good. Wow. And I just want to check because, yeah, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm into it. Um, (laughs) It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I don't know why because they're like so scared and they don't know anything. But you know what sounds good right now? Sex. So I am um, not that person, but I accept that people like that exist. Yes, some people get horny because of fear. It's all that adrenaline. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and he's all like, I don't know, but I don't think I've ever had sex with like a human before. So like, you let me know if anything doesn't feel good or whatever. Oh, um, he's a delight. Because he's, I he's love very this nice. man. He's big on yeah, consent. He's, yeah, he's so great. And so I'm trying to see if it happens because this is a fun penis alert. penis. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying. Yeah. Right now, he definitely eats her out. and She, like, grabs That's his so hair good. and, like, pushes him into her clit. Mm. Um, and it's Beautiful. great. 
and then she just like comes over and over and over long hair um, man no he does not use his dick on her at this point so he just makes her come like many many times and it's great and then they uh are a little hungry there's like food that just pops out and um he's so excited because there's squirks and squarks are his favorite food he's like i think this might be my favorite food although i don't know what it is or what it's called but i think i love these and they're like these little live roly-poly bug things (laughs) no oh no and he's like nom 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 and she's like i'm not fucking eating that that's so gross this is not the food that we have on our planet i'd kill for a peach pie right now and he's like what peach pie very Um, southern and I guess the way it works is their translator chip, if it's like a word they don't understand, it like flashes images through your brain of what it could be. So that's oh. why like when she calls him shark boy, she he's like, am I offended because images of sharks and stuff are popping through? And he's like, no, that's not me. And then the same thing with the peach pie. He's like, I understand. Um, but it's very cute. Um, but he wrong. enjoys his sparks and <clears throat> she doesn't eat. And then the thing pops down and Graeth comes in and he's like i'll leave you alone for two minutes 10 minutes after i leave and you manage to get stuck by this gas and i can't remember what the gas is called it's not important but it's like a memory um gas obviously there it is okay he's like luckily for you i have the anecdote so he gives them both the anecdote and then their memories come back and luckily they remember like everything like the fact that they just had really great sex and the squarks and all of that i choose not to remember the squarks personally but yeah well he loves them it's the least sexy sounding made-up word <laughs> squarks yeah it's like sq apostrophe like ark or something like that squarks no um Skarks. and Skarks. he's like what happened here so then he goes out and there are like two dead deans on the ground what yeah, and they're like um, the palace guards basically like had to take them down um, and murder them. And murder. Yeah. so they're like, what's going on here? Um, because at this point, they don't know yet that she was kidnapped. They don't know that the deans would not want anybody to know that they are kidnapping girls. Yeah, I was confused why they let her go. Oh, I guess it's this is the whole plan that they were going to kill So the plan both? was, well, no, because he wasn't supposed to die. He was supposed to be like off sleeping somewhere and she was supposed to just <gasps> right. be like stuck by the gas and then coming gotten by the Dean. So their plan was to sell her for like a really expensive price and then come and steal her and wipe all her memories. Oh, okay. But, That's oh. smart. Yeah. yeah, but he was there because of the Lady Chatterley lover situation. And then, so then he smashed through the glass or the plastic. Um, And so, and then when they came, you know, the guards came and took him down. And at some point, and I don't remember if it's now or later, um, they explain where she's like, you think I wanted to be off earth and dancing for you? And he's like, yeah, I like, I know that it's really hard for humans to, and they have to go through all this stuff. And she's like, ah, no, 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 bitch. And so um, then he's like, oh, I will take down all of the deans. And yeah. so that's like his number one priority all of a sudden because he's obsessed with this girl. I love that's that amazing. this is like the, cool. the Juilliard of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want you to keep remembering the timeline of this book because I think that's one thing that Petra really, really glazes over in the nonsensity, nonsensicalness of this story. So they met last night. And then yeah. they, so they've 
they've known each other for like 12 hours at this point, right? That's kind of like mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. So then okay. it's the morning and they're there and they're staring at the deans. And Grayeth is like, I know that we just had this whole experience, but um, tick, 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 you got a royal engagement to be at. And you have to be at this grand opening for some tourist thing. Also, um, KN, he hates the fact that they're like a big tourist country. So basically, he's the prince, right? And so his parents are still alive. He's into sustainable tourism. No, he's into no tourism. Oh, he's a gatekeeper. (laughs) I don't know if it was sustainable, but basically, yeah, he hates that like his dad has cash cowed out their their country or their planet to be for all these like gross tourists from different countries that come waving their money and stealing all their environmenty stuff and making all these big resorts pop up everywhere and destroy the beauty of their planet and stuff. And he's like, when I'm king, I'm ending all of this. This um, is genuinely which, more plot heavy than I was expecting. Good, good well, that's for because I'm only King. describing the plot. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was one sex scene so far, and where you, you know, I'm like approximately 50 pages into this book, but again, good it is point, not a point. lot. Well, there was two sex scenes because there was a very intense masturbation scene. Yeah. Yes. And then the a sex scene. Then he has to go to this event and he's like well i'm not leaving um opal anywhere without like especially after what just happened like she's coming with me everywhere and um Grith is like but what will she wear and he's like find her address right now do it right now um <laughs> so then uh he like takes her dimensions and he's like what color do you want opal and uh ken is like green she wants green and Grith is like are you are you sure your highness and he's like do i have to make that an order and it's very hot because uh, you know that's Amazing. my king. <laughs> yeah. Is, Does she uh, want green sex. though? Yes, yeah, she's like, um, green is fine, but in the future, I would love if you actually gave me the option can. And he's like, yeah, I will. Except that green is the royal color, so uh, that's why uh, I, made, I, I told you to wear green. And it's kind of like my understanding is that this is like a sumptuary law situation where the royals wear green and green is off limits for anywhere else. Oh, I love so, that. Love that. Yeah. So he's putting her in a green dress because he's like decided that this is his I would be very sad women. though because I love green. I am debating yeah. dyeing my hair green. Green's great. Oh, I love that for you. Um, Thank you. You're going to be a princess of Philian or whatever this place is. Nathan yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I was going for. So. I, well, now you are. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, great news. She has a beautiful giant ball gown dress that's in green. Fit it wow. perfectly because the the um, Philian, Phil, Phil, Philian people are much larger wow. than she is. So like they had to like specially find one for her because she's like a little human. Um that f like which kind of makes sense but there's like a kind of disdain for humans within the multiple galaxies and universes because they're kind of known as like just like these sex crazy dancers slash brothel people and that's kind of like like all they're known for yeah Yeah, because they don't they don't know that they're being stolen and they don't know that they're being injected with sex juice right so Hmm. um killian is like opal is super horny but i like her a lot and like he never questions why her personality flips i mean a little bit he's like yeah when when grayeth is all like um your human seems a little bit feistier than what i thought other humans were like and he's like yeah she's a little different than when she was heavily masturbating on that transport vehicle but i don't (laughs) care i love her but like besides that no questioning and she has to explain that she was stolen yeah he's just like i like you and that's it 
So, so what I was going to say when you said that they have the assumption that the exotic dancers are like, this is an aspirational job for them. I was like, oh, this must be a word that's really sex worker positive then. If they're like esteemed. So why, why is this the first time the prince is questioning this? Like, that's probably Um, a bad question for this book. I'm just along for the ride, not questioning (laughs) anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It's after this, it's at this part where she explains that like, I was just going to get sushi. And then all of a sudden, I was kidnapped by aliens. And he's like, what's sushi? Um, because I was going to say, does he ask what sushi is? <laughs> yeah, because he like imagines like fish and rice and stuff. And he's like, that doesn't seem very good. Oh, and also he's a little freaked out. Oh, that's actually a good moment because his like brain shows like fish and stuff. And he's like a fish person kind of. So he's <gasps> right. like, I have to watch how much she bites at me in the future. <laughs> that's so um, funny. <laughs> yeah, and so that. the other thing that he's like, oh, we have to go do this parade. So it's like a it's like a boat parade where they're like Ooh. on like a little like canal or something around the resort. You know, very like Animal Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. where the characters are in the boats. Uh, it's like that. So, uh, but they're like on a little parade to like open this resort. So there's going to be the Royal Float Boat thing um, that has a word that I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, uh, so she's, he's like, FYI, you're going to meet my parents and they're bitches. Oh my God, that's very fast. Yeah, they're in the limo and they're very like, I like you. Mm, I like you. And so then they have extreme limo sex. Oh, yeah. And at this point is when she's like, can it kind of try to like court me or date me? And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. We are girlfriend, boyfriend together forever now. Keep in mind, less than 24 hours. 15 hours. I think, yeah. I think Petra's forgotten this. Okay, um, okay. So then this is, yeah, this is the peen. And I just want to make, I really want to describe it because you know that's fun. Yes, please. Um, Okay, yes. I'm just going to read because this is fun. So I'm going to read the scene quickly. Okay. Or part of it. All right. His blue eyes darken as he pushes my hips down until my ass is resting on his thighs. There's a little bit of buildup of like, can I fit? Can I fit? You can fit it before this. The classic. Um, The classic. Yeah. The feeling of fullness makes me gasp as I settle deeper onto him. I feel something strange. Something pulses directly over my clit. Can, do you have a third hand I don't know about? I ask, confusion flooding my mind. I see both his hands still grip my hips. He raises me and whatever is sucking on my clit hugs off with a pop. It feels so fucking good. Just two hands and no silly extra fingers. He says, oh, by the way, he only has four fingers. So that was a joke about that because she has five fingers. And he's like, what Ah. a weird extra finger you have. Um, He's a Simpson. mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He says as he lowers me onto his cock again, he feels me deep or he, he fills me deeper and I feel it again. Something tugs at us at the sensitive nub again. <laughs> I shudder as it sucks and pulses. Ken, what the fuck is going on down there? I moan. Whatever it is, I'm not mad about it. I push my hips deeper as Ken slaps my ass. He grabs the flesh as it bounces and holds on tight. Surely your men have cocks. He arches his pale eyebrow. <laughs> cocks, yes. Fuck Ken. He's relentless pulling my hips back up. The same feeling of suction makes me shudder. As it rolls off of me in the upswing. What is sucking on me right now? Can you let me know for science? I arch up <laughs> as he drives into me. Because he she can't see what's going on there because she's wearing yeah. a very full dress. Classic. Um Okay, it's my sucker. He pulls me up once more, and the loss oh. of his cock inside me leaves me clenching over nothing. Does it feel good on your human cunt? He uh <laughs> growls as he pushes deep into me and finding his rhythm as his goddamn sucker. Uh, works over my oversensitive clit. So I mean, I like that for her. That's great. I'm okay. I wish 
oh, sucker had been a different word. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. Because they're, I think, because they're fish people. Like, I feel like that's yeah. kind of a fishy word. Okay. I love the concept. Uh, yeah, so he basically is like one of those dildos that has an extra little nub to like yeah. get your foot. That's what I was picturing. But it yeah. sucks and pulsates on it, like that very famous vibe that came out a few years ago that specifically sucks on your clit. Yes, um, yeah. I was gonna say uh, this is my absolute favorite toy. So I've never uh, used that toy, but like it sounds very it similar. Is the fucking best. Uh, I'm really into this. Can. Good for you, Opal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. He he explained that basically they have this sucker and there is a um like a matching piece of anatomy on the like ladies of their species that basically kind of sucks them together so that he can like you know reproduce. So it's the same idea as like a knot or a barb or any of those other kind of fun alien dicks, but this is Love specifically it. a sucker which works out great because instead of just some extra girth at the end or a little barb it's like a nice sucker on her clit. Mm. I was yeah, going to say, phenomenal. I, think, I think sharks, like a lot of kind of legless animals have like claspers. Oh. And then what? I don't I, know. I did not know this. That's fun. So that they can like, pl- they, so that they can like hold on to each other. That does make sense. It does sound yeah. precarious. It's I've usually never the guy it, who has it that kind of like clasps. You know what I didn't know? Actually, I didn't think that there was like penetrative sex in fishes. I thought that the but, ladies lay eggs and then the men little go. All over the so eggs. some fish do that, but other fish have ducks, like kind of like chickens. And oh, cloacas. Uh, like kind of yeah but like it's an actual like genital duct oh, and cool. so the i guess with sh- what sharks would do would be like clasping and like they would transfer from one duct to the other duct because sharks either give birth to live like they lay eggs inside them and then they come out live or they lay eggs like those like little mermaid purses have you ever seen a mermaid purse no Kay, i don't think i can say this enough your breadth of knowledge of random factoids is truly incredible I the fact animals. that you know in detail exactly how sharks have sex is wild to me and i'm so here for it and you know what i bet you didn't think this was ever going to come up naturally in conversation <laughs> and here we are you just watch a lot of like um like what's it called like fish tank shows where they build all those fish tanks and aquariums and you learn some things I love that. Oh, I have seen those. They have them at the Toronto Aquarium, except yeah. they have little lights behind them. So and you, you can, can see, see the them. tiny baby sharks like in their little egg sack yeah. situation, just like chilling out, being cozy. I was just going to say, okay, uh, in the smut book I was reading last night, coelacanths came up and I was so excited because <laughs> I, I love those. I love ancient fish so much. And there was a naiad who was wearing a Save the Coelacanths t-shirt. Like she came out of a fountain oh naked God. and put on a Save the Coelacanths t-shirt. And I was so fucking excited. Um, okay. So okay. basically they are having wild sucker sex and they don't notice that they get to the location. And <gasps> then um, uh, they're, lovely little old butler man whose name is not alfred but is basically alfred i think it's like l friend it's like a l (laughs) colon f r i n d or something like that like it's yeah that's exactly right alfred it's alfred uh (laughs) he opens the door (laughs) 
and there's like click 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 cameras <gasps> like paparazzi oh no and sh- they're like actively having so famous. and his parents are standing right there <gasps> oh, um, oh no and he's like shut no. the door alfred what the fuck <laughs> uh, and so then they kind of like get themselves together oh also he because they're not sure about reproduction and they just met um he's like where do you want me to come and so he comes all over his clothes uh and then he's but he's gotta do a showing so he just kind of tries to wipe off the like cum from his jacket poorly so he's just he just comes out with like cum stains (laughs) like at this like royal event like if i I not like that I also would not be pleased if I was his parents. And they really act like, wow, these parents are bitches. And I'm like, no, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, How are you supposed uh, to react? Like- yeah. And so they're like, um, who the fuck is this? Basically, like with this human. Um, and they just like turn and start walking like in front of them. And it's like awkward and there's like no conversation. What are they supposed to do? Yeah. So then they walk after and uh, just a little thing happens where he is holding onto the rail and then he's like, uh, and he like pulls his hand and there's like a bunch of really sticky goo. Alfred is like, oh my goodness, you, your royal highness. I'm so sorry. This is unacceptable because he's like butler man. And so yeah. then he like wipes his hand and he's like, no, it's fine, Alfred. I literally do not give any shits. It's fine. And then they kind of forget about it. It's not a big deal. He should probably be concerned. Like, what was that? Because it turns out to be a thing, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's just a little fun thing. So then they go up okay. to the barge. That's the word for the boat thing. A barge. So they go up to the barge and there is very obviously three chairs there. And he's like, Alfred, get a fourth chair. You fucking knew that she was coming. I told you that she was coming. Why is there not four <laughs> chairs here? Um, and he's like very embarrassed. And he's like, um, I was instructed after you showed up to remove the fourth chair. And he's yeah. like, I will not stand for this injustice and this slight against this woman I have now become obsessed with. They sit down and she, he like drags her onto the barge and like sits her like straddling kind of but frontward straddling on her on his lap. And um, the parents are like, this that's is not appropriate. <laughs> this is very inappropriate. Kian. That's very. And she's um, like, hi, I'm Oprah. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's really great. So then um, it's really uncomfortable. Uh, the dad is like smiling and waving, but being like, I can't believe the disrespect that you are showing to our family and how dare you and you'll be a terrible king and stuff and all that a stuff. A plague on your house. Mm-hmm. I mean... And then, yeah, it's not great. He's not making <laughs> the best decisions. So uh, they're on the barge and then all of a sudden kaboom and they're <gasps> vaulted forward and the whole barge flips and they're flying and then uh they're like are we gonna land on water are we gonna land kersplat on the ground and it's very stressful and then um they land in the water and because he's like a fish man who's like good at swimming uh he like drags opal to safety Amazing. and uh, they're like in the water kind of far away from the barge like whoa what happened and then out of the blue a like little saucer spacecraft goes down and puts a tractor beam on opal and so she starts kind of being tractor beamed up and he's oh like no and he like holds on to her and then uh fade to black oh, oh boy. wait was she kidnapped by aliens from aliens 
<laughs> Correct. It's just a chain of <laughs> alien abductions all the way up. Holy shit. So then she's a political wake prisoner. Up. Yeah. And they're like in this like tiny like I imagine it like you know you see those pictures of like the tiny island with nothing but a palm tree on it and sand. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> vibe. Uh so they're both like tied to different palm trees and he's all like you don't understand the world of hurt that's going to come to you because you just, you know, captured a royal person and um and they're really stupid and they keep using like their kidnappers keep using their real names and they're like stop using my name you know because they keep being like hey so and so come over here they're like don't use real names you know right. that thing it's like it's so like kind of like a idiots. comedy yeah. yeah exactly it's very like what from from 101 during nations like horace and what's his nuts um yeah, yeah horace and jasper yes correct they are basically they're like um marauders who there's been like a bounty put on her head and yeah and so they have come to steal her but now they're kind of like what are we gonna do because um, it's our first job we're new we just started this (laughs) last week (laughs) yeah because they're like well we have the prince and he's like you don't understand you just kidnapped the queen of fillion and they're like oh and she's like uh so then she has to come up with a quick lie so she's like yeah it's like a human tradition to get married in secret and tell nobody but your family for like a month and they're like really and she's like "Mm -hmm." humans are and he's like "Mm -hmm." so uh they're now pretending that they're married and they're like "Mm, what are we gonna do about this so then uh they cut her down and basically they're like you have no idea how high this bounty is on her like she's worth it she's so expensive and clan's like you fucking idiots like i'll pay you twice whatever they paid you like let us go and they're like you're gonna regret saying that your highness uh but then they let her go and then they like give her this like laser knife thing and is like don't cut him down till we're out of sight or we'll blow up this whole island it's rigged blah 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 i don't know uh so she waits and then she's like i'm supposed to cut you down now and he's like yeah cut me down and she's like i think it's that i will return the favor so um then she goes down on him a bunch uh and they have more sex now is not the time (laughs) yeah i'm like guys there's like a more pressing issues my god (laughs) yeah so then they have another fun sex scene where she gets to like play with his sucker a little bit and um they do sex oh and they're like you have 24 hours to pay this bond or else like we'll come murder you all basically so like kind of high stakes um and then they're never brought up again not important forget that whole scenario happened except that they got to have random tiny island sex phenomenal uh no worries. I mean, they were told they have 24 hours and they prioritized using probably like half an hour of that time. Well, you know what? Sex, I think so. Yeah, I think it works out because I think the entire length I'm of this novel is less than 24 hours. So I think maybe <laughs> this this part of the plot just doesn't have time to come up again. I don't know. Maybe time uh, and space moves differently. <laughs> that's, you know, possibly. Because it's very interesting because they have like, so instead of like phones, they have like these like tablets and so that's what like he used to like i don't know make the like payments and stuff um Hmm. so for some reason the the only uh number that he has memorized is his cousin's number 
<laughs> and uh, who was his childhood best friend, but now seems like a dickwad and is kind of like a smarmy asshole um, okay. who seems a little shady. And you get like, are you villain vibes? No, nope, not important. Doesn't come up again. Uh, okay. So they're on his like space yacht. And I think he might be in the army, but I'm not 100% sure. Kind of has those vibes. And I think they maybe mentioned that. I don't know. But basically, he's the cousin of uh, uh, Killian. And he's like, I need to inform you that both your parents died. Um, so what? long live so the now king. they are the king and queen. <laughs> uh, well, right now, just the king. But yeah. yeah. So I guess the parents did not survive the explosion of the barge. And maybe curse splatted somewhere. Very traumatizing, probably, for all the people watching the parade. Yeah. This is like uh, a lot of plot. <laughs> like all in one go. But like also, never nothing ever comes up again, so it's fine. Very low okay. stakes. Okay, that's great. That's my uh, favorite. So then they're on this like space yacht thing, I think. Um, and her for some reason her garments have become kind of rags. Classic. Maybe the explosion, maybe the marauders, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, they're like, we need to find a new outfit for you and you should go take a shower. Cause I don't know, she's dirty or something. So, um, he, as is, you know, tradition, he gives his very fancy main stateroom to them to like, cause they're the king and lady to like have their shower and stuff. So, um, then she has a shower and she talks about how she hopes that there are razors on their planet because her bush is getting out of control and she hasn't had a chance to trim it and i'm like girl you just got kidnapped yesterday (laughs) yeah and you had (laughs) sex like four times since then like it's not an issue she she, what she got kidnapped yesterday she wasn't prepared for this they didn't shave her that's true but she's like she's like i always keep my like bush well trimmed or like it's like it this doesn't is very get monstrous. wild in one day. They yeah. love yeah. showers in those books. And they always dedicate a lot of time to like, oh, and then I shaved. Or, oh, and then I shampooed myself. Like, this is this is like the Crossfire <laughs> books that are like half. I've talked about this a thousand times. But this one thing that really stood out to me when I was reading those books the first, you know, five times I read them was that the first book is literally sex in the shower and sex in the shower. And I'm like, these people's skin is going to peel off because they're having like four showers a day and nobody can handle that much dry skin. Like, it's Maybe they're bad for you. I mean, they must have, they must go through buckets of moisturizer if that's the case. I use nobody baby can... oil. Oh, I love that. But you also, you shower like what? Once a day, not four times a day? Sometimes twice if I work out. Yeah, so they would have like sex and then have to shower and then work out and then have to shower. And then you have to have a shower before bed, obviously. And then when you wake up in the morning, you got to shower before work. And then maybe you'll have some quick sex before then. You better shower again before work. Like it was fucking crazy. There's too many showers. I'm just saying. <laughs> Annie doesn't think you should be clean. She's yeah, anti-shower. Yeah, anti-shower. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they have shower sex, of course, because she's like, you don't mind my bush, do you? And he's like, what? No. He's and, like, I've um, literally had sex with you like three times and now you're just yeah. bringing it up. Oh, and yeah, also, also we're engaged. His people, his people don't have hair anywhere but their head where mm. they have their that fat flowing locks. Love that. Term. Yeah. So um, she's like, you don't mind my body's hairy? And he's like, no, it's fun and different. I love it um so he's like you can shave if you think that makes you feel good but you can also not shave if that makes you feel good because you're fucking perfect and beautiful and i'm like i love you 
I uh, love him. So he's like, the first, so they're like, we need to now get you back to the palace and do a coronation. And he's like, no, before I do any coronation, uh, uh, we're getting married first and then we'll be uh, coronated as king and queen. And she's like, into this idea. She's like, I love him. And I'm like, oh my God, you, like, Petra? 72 hours. I just met Petra. <laughs> they are perfect for each other. Like, they're both fully on board with this plan. No questions asked. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to yeah, say, like, you could make an offensive joke about some couples who tend to u-haul <laughs> yeah yeah this they are like gayer than i am yeah. <laughs> it's alienating uh, though yeah <laughs> yeah space shipping they get back to um earth don't worry the evil seeming cousin isn't actually evil great uh, that works out boy he's no just problem. He's like, first things first, we're getting married. And they're like, no, you have to name the hand of the king. There's nothing else you can do before now. And he's like, oh, you're right. It is the most important that I name the hand of the king and then get married and then have coronation. So they are walking through the like palace to get to this giant boardroom for naming the hand of the king. And there's all these old advisor people who are like, who's this human? And he's like... We're getting married right away. And they're like, what? And so then he immediately names Grayeth, of course, the hand of the king. And it's a big deal. Uh, And then for some reason, I don't understand why this works. But he says, I'm marrying her. And they all act like, oh, this seems the human. Are you sure? This is very inappropriate. You should be marrying like a princess, blah, blah, blah. And then um, he's like, what does my hand think? And then Grayeth is all like. I think it's a great idea and you're happy together. And they're all like, okay, well, I guess if the hand of the king thinks it's okay. Nonsense. All right. Absolute nonsense. Fantastic. But great. Sorted. (laughs) So now it's marriage time. And she has decided, because he's like, ooh, like, do you want any, like, human parts of this marriage? Or should we just do it that? She was like, well, I'm about to be the queen here. So I guess I should get used to, like, the different traditions of your people. So, yeah, we'll have a traditional marriage. And he's like, that sounds great. I love that plan. So then she's getting dressed by, like, a bunch of handmaidens. Um, And the dress is, like, super sheer. Like, she can see it all. Oh, this might be when she's concerned about her bush. I don't remember. But anyway. um, (laughs) Some point. Yeah, so she's getting dressed in like this super sheer thing, which is very confusing because um, Killy, Kill, Kill, Killian is very against anybody even looking at her because he's like, she's my mate. Um, but this is fine. It's it's really back and forth. They're okay. like, humans are so prude that you think that this naked dress would be weird, but also nobody can look at her. I think, you know what? established things are forgotten halfway through and that's okay um yeah i mean everyone's already seen everything like the media was true. taking pictures of them fucking so well, like- okay this is another thing that doesn't make sense okay so yeah just wait it's a fucking nonsense so then uh they wear these like fancy head like head pieces and their naked outfits because he's also wears a naked outfit and then uh they like Oh, and then he has to bring the gags. There's like a fun end of chapter where he's like, because it switches perspectives, which is my favorite. Um, And they're always, and he's like, oh my goodness, I almost forgot the gags. What would a wedding be like without a gag? Um, So, and then the chapter (laughs) ends and it's like, oh, what? (laughs) 
shenanigans, hijinks. Uh, <laughs> so then they they're at the wedding, and the wedding is in like a like grotto. Um, also, there's like religion thrown in, so there's like a priestess. Um, oh. and so they're in this like beautiful grotto area there's a priestess and then a bunch of people who they don't say if they're like like religious people like monks or something or if they're just citizens unclear um but they're all like chanting and humming in this like specific thing that like makes her feel really calm and is like weird and then the priestess like sings like in uh like uh what's it called like where a whistle sing- tone? <laughs> no, no, no. Who are you singing Carey? two different notes and they are they accompany each other well? Yodeling? Harmony. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I and she, like, <laughs> she harmonizes with them and it's great. So then um they gag each other and they do this thing where they throw the head pieces in the water and then they do some weird gag thing and then they ungag each other. And they're oh, like, and like- now you'll have sex. And she's like, excuse me, I'm not having sex in front of these people. And he's like, I thought you wanted to marry me. I'm sad. And she's like, um, I do want to, but like, can we not have sex? And he's like, the sex is the marrying. Like, that's the whole marrying part. And she's like, oh. Yeah, it's not well, official. I do want to marry you. And I, and I did, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what they say. They're like, now the consummation. And she's like, and I did say I'd do it traditionally your way. So I guess I'm going to have sex with you here in this grotto with a bunch of people watching. So then they uh, have sex. So again, it raises a couple questions. A, is he cool with people watching her naked and also having sex? And B, why were they so horrified when they opened the door and they were having sex? Because apparently it's like an important ceremonial right. I don't know. Yeah, maybe but it's only after it they before were the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's And they got to do was. the whole, oh, the marriage is consummated. We're here as a duty not because we're horny that make okay that makes sense mm, okay all right that ma- that makes more sense so potentially then, um, it's slim <laughs> like reasoning <laughs> so then they have the sex and then they have to swim through the um ceremonial tunnels to some other part um and uh she obviously can't breathe underwater but he's got his gills so he can breathe through the water and then blow fresh oxygen into her mouth like cpr style okay they are swimming through the underwater tunnels and he's like breathing oxygen into her as they need but then like halfway through the tunnels they stop because they're so into each other and have more sex and while he's like doing kind of breath play like i think is the vibe again time and place guys but then he like will breathe into her at the right time and it's all very euphoric and you know lots of sucker action under the water uh so you know fun (laughs) sexy oxygen oxygen deprivation stresses me out like i know it's supposed to give you like a chemical high but like well it's playing well playing too far you get a chemical high because you don't have oxygen to your brain yeah exactly and that's scary to me i like oxygen in my brain yes don't want so brain damage personally no me neither like remember like when we were like kids or maybe teens and that like thing came out where like all the kids were playing that game where you choke each other until you pass out yes yeah i remember that was like a thing what yeah yeah it was like all over the news I don't think it was when we were kids. I, I feel like it was when we would have been in high school or maybe a bit yeah. older, but it was, yeah, it was like- the Maybe high where... school. Like, I remember being like a teen maybe at yeah. the time. 
Yeah, and like everybody like was playing that game where yeah you choke your friends until they pass out and then you wake up and you're like whoa yeah some kids died from that and I was like no thank you oh yeah oh really anyway I remember nothing from high school I wonder if someone did it to me no I don't that's that's why I don't remember anything from high school yeah or maybe no one was memorable um okay so they make it through the tunnels they get to the outside and then they have these giant ceremonial like robe things that they get to wear which seems fun and hers Very is fun. all massive on her because she's like a little human um she's just so a then little lady she's so delicate they like go out and mm-hmm. i think they have to like wave at their people and <laughs> um and then they oh they put the crowns on their head and that's coronation sorted no ah. pomp circumstance <laughs> a little i guess so now yeah so now they're king and queen and they're wearing and they're married and they're wearing their like giant things she's like oh i am pooped from all of that swimming and sex and you know getting kidnapped by those marauders probably and i haven't slept in days and i'm like it's been one day but okay and uh <laughs> and he's like well we can't actually she's like all i want is to like get into like the bit the nicest down mattress ever and like get so snuggled in and i didn't know about down mattresses it doesn't sound supportive to me um no, I that's what they used to make days yeah it's too old to for that one. down and straw no core strength i'd be stuck there like a turtle on my back <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be so like the worst like, like divot in the middle <laughs> yeah uh he's like the problem is that we can't go back to the palace tonight we have to go sleep in the ceremonial waters of the ancient kings and queens mm. uh, for our first of night of marriage. And she's like, "How did so you not here's know this? the thing. I can't sleep in water because I'm a human. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. Uh, so she falls asleep in the limo because she's so sleepy, um, which like relatable. Yeah, uh, and then same. they get to the old palace and it's like a cool like stone grotto-y kind of vibe again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, I told you I can't sleep in water. And he's like, don't worry about it. So he um, basically becomes her mattress. And so she's just kind of like cuddling, sleeping on him just enough. And he like dips her just enough so that um, she can feel like a like warm. So it's like a bath, you know, mm-hmm. but she's comfy and cozy on him. Oh, it sounds dream. Like my dream. It's that like a, so nice. a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, that vibe. But with a big man around you. This is a mm-hmm. strong male character written by men versus male character written by women vibe. Yes. Because, like, yeah, all time. I want to do is, is sleep on a giant warm man in, like, a soft bath type thing. I was going to say, my question was going to be whether the water yeah. was warm or not, but it's warm. So that's perfect. Nice. Yeah, it's super all nice. Um, so then, like, halfway through the night, she kind of wakes up and um, he has made, I assume, Grayeth get her a giant uh down mattress but it's not down because they don't have those birds there but it's some bird there that they have a mattress made out for her in short time because the space bird and so now she gets to sleep in a super comfy mattress maybe it's in the morning i don't because he's like you sleep for a few more hours and be super comfy in the world's comfiest bed that i just got you and i have to go do some king shit um but i'll come back real quick um because it's the first day of him being the king and he's gonna go and start the process of genociding all of the deans uh because that's their plan Uh, (laughs) um this is extremely problematic (laughs) no i love it i love it i'm all they're bad they steal people yeah kill Um, all the alien traffickers 
I mean, they can't all be bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like how all Slytherins are bad, you know? Like, when they gave them that opportunity to, like, show that one of them was good and then none of them were good. And then they're like, no, no, they're all evil. The group thing got to them. They gave teenagers the chance to prove that they were good in a group of their peers while they were facing crippling peer pressure. In front of their, like, parents and, like, leaders. (laughs) They're like, well... We're writing them all off then, I guess. You gotta write them off. Either way, yeah. you die. <laughs> she's kind of like, she wakes up and she's like, well, this was great, but I want to like get up and start my day, I guess. Um, she's like, maybe get some food because I haven't really eaten because all that was offered to me was squawks and I don't like those. Yeah, um, I don't either. Oh, and also he makes her, never mind, because... At some point, he gives her, I don't remember when this is, maybe it was on the yacht boat, I think it was, uh, he basically gives her, like, a, he's like, the children of our planet like this food, maybe you'd like this food, and it's is like it a sweet fingers? mashed potato vibe. No, <laughs> oh, like, that sounds great. It's some sort of, like, mashed root. Um, oh, with sounds cinnamon. Great. Oh, yeah, right, oh. there's this whole cinnamon thing oh. where he put he sprinkles a little bit of cinnamon. She's like, she's a bit rude here, to be honest. So he sprinkles a little bit of cinnamon on her, like, sweet mash, and he's she's like, this smells like cinnamon. Oh, my God. And he's like, eh, eh, cinnamon. Universally beloved cinnamon. And I guess <laughs> his, like, great-great-grandfather first started the process of them being, like, the richest planet in the uh, universe because cinnamon he farmer? had somehow made it past the like things around earth the guards around earth and oh like, yeah taking a cinnamon tree back or something <laughs> and then wait is there actually a plague on earth or that was a lie spread by the deans no too? i don't okay. know actually that's actually a good no i think that i think they are yeah okay. no because she's like because at first when she's like, he's like, what do you want to do? Like, I'm going to make you, you give you the best life ever because I'm immediately obsessed with you. She's like, when he's like, okay, well, that isn't an option because <laughs> uh, you can't actually get to Earth because it's like very blocked off. Yeah, because of the so, disease. Okay. Yeah. So I think it is like actually grimy, but I don't actually, unclear. It is unclear. Okay. But she, okay. so, she lives on Earth at one point. At the beginning, yeah. But yeah. then she's decontaminated kind of, but not really. Yeah. And she doesn't anybody with her earth germs so maybe it is just a maybe it's just normal food. earth but it's just diseases they don't have immunity to that's what they say it's not like yeah. humans are like toxic to them it's that mm. there are diseases on earth that they don't have anywhere else so like they're the chris columbus smallpoxy yeah exactly yeah, yeah. very hudson's um, bay of them he's like i gave you cinnamon and she's like it's just cinnamon and he's like the amount that i just sprinkled on your thing is like uh costs more than most of these people around us yearly wages and oh, wow. and she's like oh my god killian it's just cinnamon <laughs> i'm like okay have some respect uh but anyway so they have like maybe one tree or like cinnamon is a super big rarity like fancy like sp- yeah she even okay. mentions like the um spice trail what's it fucking called i have a history degree <laughs> reminder uh spice the rose spice trade silk road Silk, silk Road, road yeah. thank you. They say it's like very Silk Road, and she's like a little iffy about it. But anyway, she's hungry now because all she's had is her sweet mash, and she also wants clothes because all they had was that giant ceremonial blanket robe thing. And so she's Classic. like, I need some clothes. Um, and he's like, I'll put Alfred out, Al, Alfred, <laughs> outside the door. So like, if you need anything, he'll be there basically. And so she's like, goes to like the door and kind of opens it, and she's like. Oh, 
um, can I have some clothes? And he's like, no, your majesty, please. Like, I'm sorry, close the door. And then as he's saying all that, a like hand pops up and murders him, shoots him right in the belly back thing. And a bunch of demons show up. Oh, no. And because even though they contracted, bountied out her murder, they are also apparently still trying to get them herself. So forget about the marauders. Because everyone the keeps are just it demon. up. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. say, they yeah. gotta make sure that the job gets done. Yeah. Yeah, so they show up and they have murdered Alfrand and then as she's trying to, like, punch him in the face and stuff, um, uh, they poke her with an injection that makes her pass out. Fade to black. So many injections! Oh no! I was gonna say, yeah. this poor woman probably has severe brain damage after all this. <laughs> I mean, out. it didn't seem like she was doing too great at the beginning, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, she wakes up and she's on another transport vehicle. And she's wearing her, like, tape outfit again. Gotcha. And she's like, what's happening? And Jenny's there. And Jenny is like, oh my god, we thought we'd never see you again when that, like, uh, that shark man came and bought you. And, like, uh, he wasn't, was he nice to you? Like, like usually they're not very nice. And I was so sorry that that happened to you. Um, and he, she's like, no, you don't understand. That man is now my husband husband I'm the and i'm the queen of this pat of this planet and they're gonna come and the other girls are like and they're all like yeah okay exactly they're like sure <laughs> friend uh and oh, amazing uh they're like i think if you were probably the queen they probably would send out the cavalry like where's the cavalry and then at that moment like uh, a bunch of like vehicles smash into the transport bus <laughs> and she's like that cavalry bitch Amazing. And then Jenny uses her rocket science skills to somehow um, basically uh, the handcuffs or something that they have or like, I don't know. Yeah, they have like cuffs or something uh, mm-hmm. are controlled by m- magnets. And she knows that the outside of the transport vehicle in order to stay on like their magnetic road would have strong enough magnets to then... Mm-hmm undo their clasp and start this like little rebellion within the transport bus and they do that and then they're all kind of like hurrahing and then the transport bus like loses magnetic force or something but anyway then it drops into the water like out by this resort they haven't gotten very far i guess and uh they they're all drowning inside this transport bus oh. um the shark boy come and save them and they're all like yeah the, the water's going down and then grayath is there because he was part of the like group that came and like started the crash or whatever and like stopped the transport and then he's like we need to save these women if you have any love for your king and country join me uh so then uh he jumps in and jumps into the water and is like going and trying to save uh the queen um opal and then but then she he sees jenny and she's she's like the most beautiful person he's ever seen he's like she's gonna die if i don't like to, so he breathes some oxygen into his mouth under her mouth and then goes and saves opal but then also jenny at the same time and then as he's coming up he sees all these like people 
jumping down into the water to save all the other women that were like drowning in the transport bus and he's like breathe into their lungs they can't breathe underwater use your oxygen and, <laughs> in a uh, Kermit voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so that's Grayass's voice and so then he pulls her up onto the thing but Opal it's like she's like too far gone um, <gasps> oh, and no. she's like not breathing and oh, then no. Jenny is like teaching him how to CPR and he's like she's like put like do pumps on her chest and and he's like doing it and she's like no you have to do it harder and he's like but i'll break her ribs and she's like better yeah, a broken ribs and no life at all and yeah. you know good cpr knowledge jenny Great. and i know her name's jesse her name was never jenny it's jesse <laughs> <laughs> and uh so then uh she he does cpr and she goes bleh, bleh, and like you know spits out the water and she's fine and, and then keelan cape what's his name kip keelan can comes Kian. out and is like oh my love and then um the like medics are all doing medic stuff on her and he's there and um for some reason, this man who's like, because they're like in a touristy area, has a cart and he's like, for the queen. And he gives her like a plate of squawks. And uh, because they're the delicacy and best food <laughs> in all of the place. And then he's like, don't worry, I know you don't like them. And she's like, if I'm going to rule this planet, I got to start eating the food, I guess. So then she's like, I'll have one. And so she eats one and she's like, it tastes exactly like peach pie. <gasps> it's all I'm very disgusted, uh-huh. but I'm happy for her. Yeah. Also, they're like, yeah, the evil deans. And remember when you touched that thing by the barge and there was goo? That yeah, was dean juice because they like secrete goo, but nobody put that together and never got brought up. Does and then she just kind of mentions it. It's so random. Team. Like, does this man not have no. a security team that is protecting no. him? And then from she's like, Elfrand? And he's like, no, Elfrand is dead. And then she's sad because he gave her like some gift and she's like, I'll wear it forever. It's like a necklace or I don't remember. Um, she's and then that is like in to Jesse, but then she says like she's so annoying out of the blue, and then she keeps calling him Gray Seth. It seems like a lot, and I'm pretty sure the next book is about her because I was this gonna say, are they the couple in book number two? Is yeah, well, it hasn't come out yet because this <laughs> only that. came out in January, but it's oh. called Bubble Babes One, so I'm pretty confident that now they're Bubble Bubble Babes Two is going to be about Grayeth and Jesse, and um. They Opal demands that all of the women get to be like refugees on their planet and they have like a whole wing of the palace for them. And apparently some problems arise because when you put a bunch of ladies in a wing together, it's going to be like a sorority house and ladies go um, great. And a medic comes (laughs) up to um, to Ken as they're like leaving the dock and is like. I should tell you, your majesty, the opal, like the, the queen is with child because he came at her like one time <laughs> yesterday or earlier today. Again, they forgot about the timeline and somehow like, I don't know, it's, maybe they saw her fallopians that there was. Swimmers. So that is the end of the book, except then there's an epilogue where she's like three months pregnant. Everybody is living their best life. And she's the queen and everything is good. Amazing. And that is that. Oh, and they have pregnancy sex. We love pregnancy sex. Yep. Great. Is she going to have like a half shark, half human 
baby? Well, like, how does that find work? Out in Bubble Are Babes they... too? Okay, I hope they're genetically. I'm never going to read Bubble Babes too. Well, maybe I will. This was kind of a fun read. Yeah, that is it for this book, and um, hopefully you guys liked it. And initial thoughts: Do we like it? Do we like Killian? No, his name isn't Killian. You kept Kayan. calling him Killian throughout this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Murphy. Yeah, that's not his name. Yes. It's no. Ann. I wish this book had a little bit more like um, fanfare behind it because then I really enjoy seeing other people's interpretations of what the characters look like. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. Is, like Monstrous is really good like, for that. I, yeah, Monstrous I don't think is this great. is a very There's famous book. So many hot drawings. Mm. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's indie and fun. Yes, uh, I loved it. Uh, I, I wish like, there was more was... sushi in it. <laughs> yeah, there was literally no sushi in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I do like it is one of those things because it was so quick and silly that there was so much world building that I needed more of that there wasn't any of. Totally. Um, because I was like, I love this very princely prince who orders everybody around, and I just wanted more of that. Um, but it was mostly sex and then like some haphazard assassination attempts thrown in. But I loved it phenomenal yeah i'm i cannot wait to read it this week yay okay yay. well that's it so you join us next week for kink story okay bye hope you liked this episode let's keep the conversation going come join us on our social media channels on instagram tiktok and facebook at wait is this my kink now you can also find all the books read on our podcast on our Goodreads account. Thank you for listening and join us next week for Kinkstery, where we do a deep dive into the book, the kink, and the author. Bye.